we wish Mikey Anderson was dirty. That's 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 our biggest issue with the entire lineup is we got too many quality character nice guys that won't step over the line and slew foot and purposely hurt people. That's we wish he was that guy that you guys claim him to be. He's not. This is L.A. Kings Fan Talk with your boys, Rodney, Rob, Darren, and Joe. What's up, everyone? It's time to talk playoff hockey. For the second year in a row, the Kings will face the Oilers in the first round. So let's start with some good news. Uh, Gabe Velarde skated with the group today, although it wasn't a red non-contact jersey. Bad news is that Kevin Fiala is still not skating with the group. Rob, how do you like the Kings' chances without Fiala and possibly Velarde in the lineup? Uh, I like I like their chances to compete. Um, even with Fiala and Velarde, uh, it's still playoff hockey. You take a look at what happened last year. We were minus some major key parts that are playing this year. Drew Doughty being the biggest one for me, you know, it's going to be a totally different series than it was last year, just simply because Doughty's playing now. And I think, uh, I think we just, we have just as good a chance as, as we did last year. You know, we took them seven games. I can see us winning it in seven. I could see us losing it in seven. Heck, I could see us winning in five. I could see us losing in five. It, it's, it's all going to come down to are we going to let Edmonton bully us off the ice like they've done the last couple of times we played them in the regular season? Or is someone out there going to grow some balls and and play playoff-style hockey and toughen up? Maybe even – I hope someone just kills McDavid. There we are. We're 60 seconds into this, and I'm already calling someone out to seriously, physically hurt, and just see how they like it. So, McDavid, I hope your leg falls off, and then somewhere down the line, McKinnon can, you know, just take a state skate to the neck and be hospitalized. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anyone to die, though. I don't want anyone to die. I just to, I want them to be out. <clears throat> We're looking at we're looking at you, Lizat. You know, apparently you're the only enforcer on our team. No, Adrian Kempe. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I don't say I want anybody to get hurt, but um, I'd, I'd be fine with somebody taking a two minute penalty like McDavid did on uh, Mikey Anderson. I mean, so you, so you mean serving a two minute a two minute penalty, but for yeah, what no, been was a, that, was a, that was a, that was a two minute penalty. So yeah, you know, they. We we can we can kill kill two minutes for uh, you know a nice little check from behind uh, minor penalty, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. The, what are their chances, Joe? I, you know, I, to be honest with you, I think like right now they're definitely the underdog. I mean, I don't think there's any question about it. Um, you know halfway through the season like when i went when i saw him play like back i think it was january maybe december when they beat them i think it was five two and five two 
only because McDavid scored a goal that was pointless with like eight minutes left in that game. He was a complete yeah. non-factor in that game. Um, and so at that point, I would, I, yeah, I mean, even a month or two ago, uh, really up until the last week or two, where they just kind of just this looked very stagnant. There's no, there's like, there's nothing really to be positive about. Really, the, their play down um, after that Canada trip um, or during and after. Um, so, but. I yeah I, I just they still have a chance for sure um, and dude there's no denying not having Fiala is a huge blow that's that that sucks I was I was gonna look into that earlier before we got on this but I figured it would come up and let one of you guys who pay more attention than I uh, tell us but who knows maybe he surprises us and he's just not dressed right now and uh, shows up either way he's gonna be banged up but I mean he was still playing well when he was banged up before they finally. Shut him down, and I for the life of me can't understand why they. He sat for what a game or two, and then he came back for a game or two. It's like why do they? Why would you even test that at that point in the season? It's like, you know, you're pretty much in the playoffs at that point. Like, why even try to like risk jockeying for a higher standings or position in the standings uh, over the somebody that's so important, um, their health. But anyways, I'll leave it at that, Darren. I think he, uh, I think Fiala scored more goals on one leg in one game than Byfield did in the last 30 games. Is, is that correct, Darren? Anyway, go ahead, Darren. What do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, definitely have a good chance. I mean, I- I'm hoping that the Fiala stuff is just, just rest because it's, I think I read. I think it was Bernstein wrote a little article today or yesterday, and he said he thinks Fiala is a hyperextension. And that Filardi's is a back injury, and so I, I I wonder I don't remember if that's exactly the same injury that Dowdy had last year, where it kept him out what like two months. So I wonder if they were just testing to see how well he could play on it while it felt like it did, and then once they realized they weren't going to pass anybody, you know, because they lost that game at Edmonton, they were kind of like, all right, well. We're not passing Vegas because we just lost this game to Edmonton. Let's just pack it in. We'll save them for the playoffs. So, but I definitely like our chances. I mean, we 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 played them hard this whole season. Like I think our two games we've lost, we lost by you know a couple goals. You know, an empty netter, a, a shorthanded goal on a desperation power play. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I like our chances a lot. I think. It's unfortunate that we play Edmonton because I almost think that this series is going to be like the team that makes it out of the West because it's, I mean, who else is going to make it? Maybe Vegas or Colorado. I think those are the top four. So, Well, I think the thing that's different than this year than last year is goaltending is for both teams is a completely different, is it actually a factor? And either one of those guys could play a huge part in their team winning. Um, last year was there's a lot of high scoring from my memory, and um, the goaltending was a factor, but for bad reasons, so just bad goaltending versus good goaltending that could win you some games. So, um, and I like the way Corpus Hall is playing, I, I yeah, I think he's uh, steady. And, uh, yeah, I think if anything is the Kings and edge, I think would be the goaltending. Right. So, which, which might turn us around, right. Losing in seven last year. Yeah. 
upgrading in, in net where maybe Corpusella steals the game. You got to start scoring, though. That's I mean, that's really why they've been losing games uh, the last two weeks or whatever month of the season. Stop scoring. Uh, they seem to score at will the rest of the season. So, And obviously that's a factor of losing Fiala and, and, and Velarde, but so since you brought it up, who are you starting in goal if you're the coach? Joe, who are you starting? Corpusalo. I think that was pretty much going to be the, the case the whole time. I I think they're still going to give Copley time because he earned it. Um, and I don't think he lost the position more than Corpusalo has just got better numbers and it's, it's objectively just a better goaltender. So They'll give him time, so you're thinking they'll play Copley in the second periods of games? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I would put him in if, if if like you know if the first game they go it's four nothing and there's a couple of softies and yeah you obviously want to shake things up but I, at this point in the season like I you got to try and have some consistency. Um, that's my opinion, but who knows? The coach knows better than I do. Speaking of coach, Darren, if you're the coach, what goalie are you starting in game one? I think it's Corpusalo. Since we have had Corpusalo, it was like his numbers are like, you know, this much better than Copley's. And I think just as a goalie, I think he's a little bit better. I I, and I think the playing him back-to-back games, those last two games of the season was kind of like the, you're the starter. Here's the, you know, tap on the butt. Here, here you go. It's your job, you know. But we still have Copley, and he's very competent backup. So I think we can't go wrong either way, really. Same with you, Rob. Yeah, and uh, before I was thinking Corpusalo, I ride or die kind of kind of thing. If we lose a game, it's still his net unless he plays terribly. You know, there's a difference between losing a game and playing well, and losing a game and playing terribly. Um, I think if he just loses, Copley played so well at the end too. I I have no problem if. Corpusala loses a game, even if he plays well. Hey, let's just—he lost. Let's let's see what Copley can do. I I don't know what he's going to do, but I I don't care who who's in that. That the, it's a good problem to have right now. I think. All right. So you were talking about the Kings getting bullied a little earlier. Should McEwen play in this series, and if so, should he start Game One? Joe, what do you think? I'm gonna. I he's shown nothing at all so far. Um, I would start him game one because I think you need to. They need to answer the bell if they're gonna start running around, and if he doesn't do his job, bench him at that point. I mean, there's no point in wasting a roster spot if the guy's not gonna. Uh, play physical, put it that way. It doesn't have to go out and crowbar somebody over the head, but definitely need to be able to land some hits, get involved with scrums, and maybe do something slightly dirty, you know, something that dry sidle would do. Stick to the back of the leg in a scrum or that sort of thing and get under their skin. It's going to happen regardless. Um, but, you know, the choice is his. Do you want Kempe fighting his own fights? Or do you do you want to go out there and, and, you know, 
play security guard. Uh, so that's I would say yeah. I mean we've come this far if he's played this much, um, and I have to guess that the coach is going to play him regardless. But I do think you, you do need to play him because I think I think uh, shit's going to fly as soon as the puck drops. That's my guess. And I, I love the way you said that. You said uh, he's done absolutely nothing. So yeah, he needs to play. That was that was, that was well. Cool. I mean, but. <laughs> Now or never, right? I mean, right. this is where this is where the stakes are raised. So, uh, you know, if he's been holding it because his jaw hurt still, you know, which I fully understand, that's not, you know, you can't fault the guy for that. But you fault the, you know, the GM and the coach for putting him in the position that he's in. Um, but yeah, he's here for a reason, and um, now or never, I guess, is what I'm saying. The 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 leash should be very short, though. Darren, what do you think? I, I I would probably play Kaliev or Jad over him, assuming Velarde or and or Fiala are back in the lineup. Because that's the other issue is you have if one of those two guys comes back, you're kicking Kaliev out of the lineup. You're kicking McEwen out of the lineup, basically. Either that or I have follow or Grimstrom are sitting. So, <clears throat> so you're fine with the I Kings think, just getting bullied all series. I, I what has he done to prevent? them from getting bullied at all i mean that's what joe's saying it's time maybe he's a he's one of those playoff performers (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you think he's gonna do that then sure he can get out there but how long has he been in the league i'm just curious a couple seasons like two or three seasons i think i never heard his name until he got traded for and he was like a he was a canuck and then a flyer and then okay and then it was an upgrade over lemieux and so far i mean that's not that's not a very (laughs) No, um, I think the upgrade over Lemieux was just the physical, like his physical lineup. He's like six two or something like that. Gotcha. He's a little bit heavier. Yeah, they throw like, in some big boys. It sounds like right. from what I've heard. I don't really research, but um, he's and Lemieux has that sense of reputation. I think that it's just it's like Sean Avery asked, uh, "We're not gonna." Yeah, he's six three two two hundred plus. He's been in yeah. for five years. He's only been in, I want to say, five fights this year. Um, now, did he break his jaw in that fight? How did he break? How did he break his jaw? I have no idea. I don't remember, but it, he's he's no he's no Ryan Reeves, that's for sure. Yeah, he's definitely not a battleship, as Dean Lombardi used to say. Like, I don't think people are scared when he's on the ice. Um, no. So you that, know, that, he he kind of looks like a slow George Peros out there. He getting, looks like George Peros. He does. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Rod? Should he play? Well, yeah, I think he needs to play, but he has to play a lot. I don't care about fighting. He just needs to play physical. He needs to check people every time. He has a chance to check people, even if it's semi dirty. He just needs to play physical and be a presence. He needs to play like Evander Kane. He needs to be the Evander Kane answer as far as physicality. So he's going to score a bunch of goals too. Okay. I don't mean well, scoring goals. Part, I mean problem, physicality. part of the problem with him is he's slow. I don't think he's like ever like really in the play. Like only he's in a position to lay the hit. Like you know, and that's you know, I, I'm not sure how you fix that other than <laughs> some training in the off season or you know maybe he just doesn't have it. But um, but the one thing he can do is take a stick to the back of Drysaddle's leg, just like Drysaddle will do to probably ten Kings players in the first 
uh, first game easily. Uh, so just do the same. Just mash. That, that, that's like, look, I, I think it, like I'm not trying to be like Mr. PC here and stuff. I call for somebody to be injured. I, like, I really don't want that to happen. But if they're going to pull chicken shit stuff, <laughs> they're going to pull chicken shit stuff. We should just match it. We should just match it. So, and, but would I be mad if, if McEwen took uh, McDavid's face and went that into the glass? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I really wouldn't care. I don't feel bad because that guy's done some pretty dirty shit. And um, so boo-hoo if it happens back to him. So speaking of matching it, should we find out what the Oilers have been paying the refs and maybe match that or maybe pay more than whatever they're paying to get away with these uh, dirty hits? Might have to come out of your travel budget, though, Rod. I don't know. Can the Can the crown afford that? I just get whatever's left over out of Joe's travel budget, so you really need oh, to ask okay. him. <laughs> I'm living off points, man. <laughs> Cheers to that. Same. Did you see it? Did, did I share that video with you guys? The one with uh, Biz Nasty and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what's his name? Bickering and stuff. Yeah. And, but if you read through the comments there, I guess the Oilers have like, I want to say like eight or nine double-digit scores. No, they got 13. Goal, goal scorers. They got 13. 13, 10-plus goals. 10-plus. 10, 10 Jesus. Um, they have four 30-goal scores. They have two 50-goal scores and 160. Um, That's insane. Um, the Kings, Dowdy, Dursey, and Roy all ended with nine. So we have 11 10 or more goal scores. So we're actually not too far behind. Yeah, I mean, I think it's clear both teams have depth at this point. Uh, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, both teams are a lot different than they were last year. The Kings can score. Kings can now defend and goaltend. Um, and the Kings' defense is a lot better with, like, yeah, especially yeah, if they get back and, home and, and their goaltending situation. Goal, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So. So on defense, really quick, who do you guys start on that bottom defensive pairing? What two players? We know we know the top four defensemen. Who do you start game one? Darren, who do you start? I think Jersey is is kind of written in pen there, and I think it's going to rotate between Edler and Walker as far as who who's going to fit into that sixth spot. Got it. So but who I, do you I would start? Probably, You're the coach. I, I would play. I would play Edler. And if he can't keep up with the speed, then you just play Walker. Rob, who who would you put in there? Brant Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I put Walker in there. Walker and Dursey? Dursey. Yeah, it's Dursey. It's got to be Dursey. Dursey's going to play, yeah. I I, I, I would honestly probably play Edler just because there's some physicality there. I think it's needed. There's a chance that he could uh, stick his knee out. <laughs> yeah, Oilers oh, fans. Yeah. Oilers fans love him, so they would love to see yeah. him play. Yeah, um, but honestly, like I would put Bjorn for it. <laughs> like I know that's not going to happen, but with uh, along with Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm a true believer in having the lefty and righty 
pairing. I think it makes a difference. Playing somebody on their off, uh, their their offside, like particularly on defense, or definitely on defense. Maybe definitely not as much as a factor on offense, but on defense, yeah, um, it makes a huge difference. It's not just picking the puck off the boards. It's making your your side to side pass. You got to either backhand it or you got to turn your body and to to tease the forehand and stuff. Just things move a lot quicker that way, but. With the two options that are more than likely going to be used, I definitely go with Edler just because he's big and can lay hits. I know he's slow, makes mistakes. So does Walker. Um, it's sad, but I don't see what what value Walker provides at this point anymore, except for a, a, a random deke here and there and whatnot. But he's just so inconsistent and. All right, uh, let, let, let's go to this. Let's go to the forwards. Let's say both Fiala and Velarde come back. Who are you dropping off? Who drops out of the Kings lineup? What two players drop out? Well, I would take I, I would take out Byfield at this point. I know that's probably maybe not popular with Kings fans, but and I know that's not going to happen either. But if you're asking me particularly, I would take him right. out. I like it. Um, you get the balls to say something different than somebody else. Huh? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else is down there that maybe uh, could use a breather. Um, you got Anderson Dolan. You got McEwen. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, McEwen, if he's, that's a layup, too. If he doesn't if he doesn't uh, do what he's supposed to do game one, then, yeah, he's definitely out the door, I, I would say. Darren, what about you? Uh, it's probably just. It's probably McEwen for sure. I, I think um, you probably play Grunstrom and unfortunately Sikaliev. I, I I think uh, Grunstrom plays a little different game that we need down there. So I, I could see I could see both of those two Grunstrom and Kaliev playing like back like you know swapping in and out as needed. So Rob, what do you think? Yeah, almost. Uh, Exactly the way I'm thinking, Darren. Um, you you take out you take out McEwen, and you take out Kaliev to put Fiala and Velarde back in the lineup. So you're looking down on that fourth line. You're looking at Kapari, Grunstrom. You and and rotate. Oh, and then and then uh, what? Ayafalo goes down to the fourth line. Possibly. Is that, and so now you're looking at, okay, Grunstrom, if he's not going to play hard enough, enough minutes to be physical in a playoff game, and maybe we need a someone that could snipe snuppin' or then, yeah, rotate Kaliev back in every other game, or I don't know. But, yeah, I, I would set Kaliev until – because I don't know if his game is – playoff speed and playoffs playoff tough yet i think he could get there he obviously he's big enough and he's skilled enough but right now right this second he might be the guy we'd have to sit if both velarde and fiala came back at the same time and you could also throw uh the fairy air in there uh, in byfield spot if we want some goal scoring right boys it's a shame he didn't play against uh and i would like to see him i i, I I haven't watched him very much. I saw a couple of the highlights from the rain, but those are highlights, so you're not watching the whole game. Um, 
from a fourth line perspective too, say say one of those two guys don't come back and there's room for Kaliev. I I still I'm not a Jad fan, but in the playoffs in a fourth line role, maybe we would get a little more out of Jad than we would out of Kaliev on the fourth line. Yep. But so I mean, so many things are all predicated on you know where they're going to be lineup wise and how many minutes they're getting and everything so <clears throat> without those two guys in the lineup and Kaliev playing on the third line yes I like Kaliev there 10 times better than Jad better than Grunstrom whatever yeah but if we're talking those guys are in and now we're pushing down to a fourth line who's going in there yeah Kaliev's odd man out it's going to be a great so series yeah, well, uh, that's like all this talk, though, speaks to volumes of why the, all these players should have played more during the regular season uh, so that you'd have more confidence in where these people put. I just had the thought, like, I follow has not played great, in my opinion, for a while. Like, hasn't been doing a whole lot. And you follow me, correct me if I'm wrong here. But I like, just had the thought of, like, why wasn't like he him and Grundstrom should be interchangeable and they're similar players, physical to a degree, and then both have that that glimmer of offensive spark. Um so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would take Aya Follow out of the lineup now we're talking about it. Like, the, <laughs> like honestly, like I mean, what has he done? Like I, hear you. I think the only problem with that is he's uh he's a our penalty killer. He's one of our For know, sure. top two, top four forward penalty killer guys. So, Joe, I, you know, uh, I have a history over <laughs> of the in our podcast history over the last two seasons. I've been anti Iafalo, I guess you could say, to a point. I I do like his game a little bit better this year. He he's his plus minus is. If I know it's up there, it's got to be. Plus fifteen, plus twenty, somewhere around that range. But the value, right, Rob? The value. Yes, and that's it's always about how much money he's making. But now that we're here, playoff game, he's fast enough, he's defensive minded enough to shut down some things. Huh? Fair but enough. he, I know, but I, I do agree with you. What has he done? I'm always asking why. Why can't we get more for our four million dollars? <laughs> but. Well, I'm just hoping that the uh, the refs uh, play it fair on both sides, meaning if they want to play it tight, play it tight for both teams. If they want to let them play, let them play it on both sides. I just want them to call it even on both sides. So, saying that, you guys want to do some predictions? Sure. Darren, start us off. Who's winning this series and by how many I have, games? I have Kings in seven. Kings in seven. All right, Joe, who do you got? Just like last year, Kings and six, but I'm going with you on that. Kings on six, Rob. I'm I'm with you too, guys. Kings and six. I like it. I was waiting for you to say the Kings are going to destroy him in game one. They're going to melee them in game two. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when I I said that for us winning the? Oh, I remember. I remember. I lost a I bunch used, of money in Vegas because of you. Thanks. It, it was the word was mollywop. Mollywop. That was the third one. <laughs> They're going to mollywop them in game three. 
They're going to give him the people's elbow in game four. But yeah, anyway. Okay, over, under, honestly, as much as we all want. This is why I'm, it gets me a little bit is I want to see the Kings retaliate. I want them to initiate before we retaliate even. You know, I, I want them to go out there and, and, and hurt somebody. I really do. What are the chances that really happens? Well, I I think it I think they finally got fed up the last few games. Uh, they didn't stand up for themselves, and not maybe in a way that you hope. You know, you don't want to see Adrian Kempe right. dropping the gloves off of a face off. Yeah. You know, but I was at that game. I'm not sure if you guys if on the TV. There, he was going at it with that guy the whole fucking game, dude. And I so I was like cringed when he did it. But I understand why he did it, and I'm glad that he did it. I was like, please don't break a finger or something. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Or I was more worried about him getting his bell rung than anything. But um, but it's, it, what's a shame is that they did it against two teams that it, it had no business. They really shouldn't have to even answer that bell. They should have done it when Edmonton did it. it, it yeah, it should have started long before that. Yeah, Particularly with both Edmonton games. Do we do we sign? Um, it would have been way more meaningful going into it. But that said, I think now because they've finally it seems reached a, a boiling point or whatever, I do have confidence that um, somebody's going to stand up. You have to, otherwise. See, my 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 issue a little bit is, I look at our lineup and I don't see any rats on our team, and I mean dirty like. Who's gonna Who's gonna two hands? Come on! Have you not talked to Oilers fans? Have you not talked to Oilers well, fans? I mean, Arvidsson, Arvidsson, two mm. hands slash dry sidles wrist, maybe. No, the only people you really got like Dano's dropped the gloves earlier against the Oilers. Um, in in handled himself well. He's got to stand up. Um, and then it's defenseman after that. No, I don't want. Will, uh, I don't want stand up. I don't want fight. I'm saying who's going to do something for sure. I think so I, dirty. Yeah, I don't know about like yeah, I don't Brunch know what level of dirty you're looking for, but I'm I looking for it, dirty. Like it, it, the 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 only people that are really going to do anything are on defense, I think. Yeah, and that's not Dowdy. It's maybe Mikey Anderson, maybe Jersey. You know, I'll, I'll tell you who needs to step up right now. It is the refs. They need to step up and have the balls to call penalties on superstars like McDavid and Drysaddle instead of calling. Uh, a major or minor just because they're worried about benching a superstar. That's who needs to step up. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't even think that matters. I mean, it does, but you know, one, you got to score power play goals to make it matter. And two, even if, if they're scoring power play goals while they're, you know, injuring our players, it doesn't really help the situation. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like a two minute minor boarding should be a suspension and that has an impact, but the refs can't control that. I mean, they can give a match penalty or whatever, but um, Rodney, it's got to be handled on the ice. Before we leave, before we leave, can you, can you define a slew foot for all the idiot Euler fans that don't understand what a slew foot is? They they still won't understand. Okay. I could put it up on the screen, the hockey dictionary version, and they still wouldn't understand. I love I love the part that they complained about too is that Mike Anderson got 
Sidney Crosby kicked out and it was like, he was in the box and Crosby tried to fight him. And then the reason why he got kicked out of that game is because he would not go in the box after he got his misconduct penalty and was chasing around the ref. Like, go watch the replay. He is chasing around the ref. That is why Sidney Crosby got kicked out. Not because Mike Anderson did anything like he got a penalty for what he did. He, he cross checks him. Like, it was, it was kind of a soft cross check. I mean, as far as like, if you look at old school hockey, but nowadays it's a cross check. And there's also a guy too. He jumped, he jumped up in the air and yeah. fetal yeah. P- position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but no. just like everyone points to, you know, the dry sidle and the Crosby thing as far as like, Oh, this is dirty Mike Anderson. It's like, guys, he was in the box when Crosby was getting kicked out of a game. Like, what do you what do you want from him? Hey, for like, for all you all you non Kings fans out there that listen to it, because there's a few of you out there that that secretly listen to us. We wish Mikey Anderson was dirty. That's 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 our biggest issue with the entire lineup is we got too many quality character nice guys that won't step over the line and slew foot and purposely hurt people. That's we wish he was that guy that you guys claim him to be. He's not. I hope he is. I hope it changes. I hope I hope there is a blade to somebody's spleen. I'm going to I'm going to like and subscribe just because of what you just said. Preach that truth, brother. Preach it. So uh, just look out. I can't wait. It's going to be a it's going to be awesome. It's good to be back. Yep, yep. All right, Kings fans. Don't forget to like, subscribe, whatever you want to do, because that is, yeah, share too, because that is our show for today. Until next time, go Kings, go. Go Kings, kill the orders.